On this episode, we are discussing Dr. Anthony Fauci's involvement and gain of function research, plus Hamas and Israel are at it again. Ready for war, Joe? How you wanna blow these spies? I know these dirty cops that'll get us in the free so Hop in your helmet, the punish is ready. Meet me and Beatles with noodles, we'll do this do while he's slurping spaghetti. Everybody kiss the floor, Joe, we crack more if they move, noodles. That Dead in the middle of little, literally little Did we know that we riddle to middle man who didn't do diddly Here to be a cold day and how the day I take it now Make no mistake, for real, I wouldn't hesitate to I'm still a fat one that you love to hate Catch you at your mother's wake Then I you with my, with my, with my So welcome to a brand new episode On this episode, we are talking gain of function research And why is that important? First of all, what is gain of function research? Gain-of-function research is a field of medical research focused on the serial passaging of microorganisms in vitro, meaning in glass, um, and in vivo, meaning living. Uh, it places positive selective pressure on the microorganism to affect mutations that would increase their pathogenicity, transmissibility, and antigenicity. These studies can also expand the host tropism of a pathogen to new host species or organ tissue. This research is intended to reveal targets to better predict emerging infectious diseases and to develop vaccines and therapeutics. In virology, gain-of-function research is employed with the intention of better understanding current and future pandemics. And in vaccine development, Gain-of-function research is conducted in the hope of gaining a head start on a virus and being able to develop a vaccine or therapeutic before it emerges. Basically, what this means is they create viruses, okay, or they mutate viruses. Turns out that the same research, the gain-of-function research, was conducted in Wuhan, China where the coronavirus came from we all you know at first they told us that it came from a market and that someone somebody had um consumed bats the bats were infected and the person consumed bats and got infected by by the COVID-19 which is SARS 2 right so it's a mixture of um other diseases the MERS and SARS that that is that has mutated into a brand new disease, COVID-19. So could it be that this virus was released on purpose? Could it be? I wouldn't put anything past anyone right now because you heard politicians and technocrats like um, Bill Gates and, and Klaus Schwab saying that this whole coronavirus pandemic is an opportunity for a great reset and we know for a fact that the great reset has been in the plans for years and even under obama obama had put in a, a stop to this whole uh, research the gain of function research up until 2017 when dr fauci himself reinitiated it for no reason without the knowledge of the of the federal government which was donald trump's administration that were not aware of Dr. Fauci's 
funding of gain of function research in the United States and abroad, and especially in China. Dr. Fauci went from being a saint. They they want they even wanted to to name a holiday after him. I think I even think there's a street name after him in D.C. If I'm not mistaken, or they thinking about naming a street after him. Nevertheless, the man was confronted by Senator Rand Paul, and there was pure lies coming <laughs> coming out of his mouth. Pure lies. He couldn't explain why that the NIH, his organization, uh, finance gain-of-function research. If the previous government, which was um, the, the Obama president um, administration, decided that this was too dangerous, why would you, without the knowledge of anyone else, decide to basically bring it back? And today, you are the main um, character, the main person, um, when it comes to this whole pandemic, you are the go-to person. Could it be that this whole thing was created for specifically the reason that we stated before, which is the Great Reset? This is medical tyranny. We're losing our freedoms over this virus that 99.7% of the population survives from. And then we, we're finding out that this virus might have been released accidentally or on purpose. Regardless, people need to be punished. People need to be held accountable. And Dr. Fauci is number one. From the flip-flops, from wearing the mask, not, um, not wanting us to wear the mask, to making the mask mandatory, I can foresee a Nuremberg-style trial in the very near future. And I hope we really keep them accountable because I don't want this story to go. Um, I don't want them to sweep this whole thing under the rug. They've been doing that a lot because we need to we need to get to the bottom of this. Where did it come from? Who and what was behind it? I'm talking about COVID-19, of course. Dr. Fauci, we don't know whether the pandemic started in a lab in Wuhan or evolved naturally, but we should want to know. Three million people have died from this pandemic, and that should cause us to explore all possibilities. Instead, government authorities, self-interested in continuing gain-of-function research, say there's nothing to see here. Gain-of-function research, as you know, is juicing up naturally occurring animal viruses to infect humans. To arrive at the truth, the U.S. government should admit that the Wuhan Virology Institute was experimenting to enhance the coronavirus's ability to infect humans. Juicing up super viruses is not new. Scientists in the U.S. have long known how to mutate animal viruses to infect humans. For years, Dr. Ralph Barrick, a virologist in the U.S., has been collaborating with Dr. Shi Zengli of the Wuhan Virology Institute, sharing his discoveries about how to create super viruses. This gain-of-function research has been funded by the NIH. The collaboration between the U.S., and the Wuhan Virology Institute continues. Doctors Barrick and Xi worked together to insert bat virus spike protein into the backbone of the deadly SARS virus, and then used this man-made supervirus to infect human airway cells. Think about that for a moment. The SARS virus had a 15% mortality. We're fighting a pandemic 
that has about a 1% mortality. Can you imagine if a SARS virus that's been juiced up and had viral proteins added to it, to the spike protein, if that were released accidentally? Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entire, entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute Do they fund of Dr. Barrick? We do not fund. Do you fund gain Dr. Barrick's gain of function research? D Dr. Barrett does not doing gain of function research, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina. Not you don't think inserting in a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function? That is you would not be in the minority because. At least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working yeah. Group saying that it is gain of function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the uh, progress reports, it is not gain of function, despite the fact that people tweet that. So do you still support it. sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the, the Wuhan uh, Virology Institute. you support sending money? We did, under your tutelage. We were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a sub-agency right. and a sub-grant. Do you support that the money from NIH that was going to the Wuhan Institute? Let me explain to you why that was done. The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China it would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been or, infected Or perhaps it would be irresponsible China. to send it to the Chinese government that we may not be able to trust with this uh, knowledge and with this uh, incredibly dangerous viruses. Government scientists like yourself who favor gain-of-function research. I don't favor gain-of-function research in China. You are saying naturally. things that are not correct. Government defenders of gain-of-function, such as yourself, say that COVID-19 uh, mutations were random and not designed by man. But interestingly, the technique that Dr. Barrick developed forces mutations by serial passage through cell culture that the mutations appear to be natural. In fact, Dr. Barrick named the technique the noceum technique because the mutations appear naturally. Nicholas Baker in the New York Magazine said, nobody would know if the virus had been fabricated in a laboratory or grown in nature. Government authorities in the U.S., including yourself, unequivocally deny that COVID-19 could have escaped a lab. But even Dr. Xi in Wuhan wasn't so sure. According to Nicholas Baker, Dr. Xi wondered, could this new virus have come from her own laboratory? She checked her records frantically and found no matches. That really took a load off my mind, she said. I had not slept for days. The director of the gain-of-function research in Wuhan couldn't sleep because she was terrified that it might be in her lab. Dr. Barrick, an advocate of gain-of-function research, admits the main problem that the Institute of Virology has is the outbreak occurred in close proximity. What are the odds? Barrick responded, could you rule out a laboratory escape? The answer in this case is probably not. Will you, in front of this group, categorically say that the COVID-19 could not have occurred through serial passage in a laboratory? I do not have any accounting of what the Chinese may have done, and I'm fully in favor of any further investigation 
of what went on in China. However, I will repeat again, the NIH and NIAID categorically has not funded gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of but Virology. We do support it in the U.S. We have 11 labs doing it, and you have allowed it here. We have a committee to do it, but the committee has granted every exemption. You're you're fooling with Mother Nature here. You're allowing super viruses to be created with a 15% mortality. It's very dangerous. I think it was a huge mistake to share this with China, and it's a huge mistake to allow this to continue in the United States. And we should be very careful to investigate where this virus came from. I fully agree that you should investigate where the virus came from. But again, we have not funded gain-of-function research on this virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, you're, no matter how parsing many times words, you're parsing you say words. it, there it was didn't research, happen. There was research done with Dr. Xi and Dr. Barrick. They have collaborated on gain-of-function research where they enhanced the SARS virus to infect human airway cells, and they did it by merging a new spike protein on it. That is gain-of-function. That was joint research between the Wuhan Institute and Dr. Barrick. You can't deny it. We know that um, the elite, how they, they view us, especially the working class, we are called the useless eaters. And the goal is to, at one point, eliminate us, right? I was listening to my audio book from <laughs> Klaus Schwab, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, that's what it's called. And in that book, he explains you know, basically outlines the whole plan for the, the new um, revolution, the new um, industrial revolution, how they perceive civilization in the, in the future, in the future, especially the near future. And they have goals by 2025. Um, most companies, board of directors will be will be um, artificial intelligence. And the human humans will have fewer and fewer involvement and decision making, right? And that to me sounds pretty scary, right? If this whole situation was engineered to accelerate this, to implement this, because we've been listen, we've been um, conditioned. Uh, you have to pay attention to, to the TV um, programs to the songs that you listen to they they want to basically attack your subconscious things that were taboo becomes more accepted we're going towards this dystopian society we are the victims of this and at the same time the cheerleaders it's so disappointing it really is Especially my generation, the younger generation. I mean, I get it. We as parents didn't do a good job or um, didn't do a good enough job to, you know, shield them from the propaganda and all that nonsense that they were consuming in high school and even university. Um, and it shows, it really shows. I mean, I knew that. But the most disappointing thing is people my age, my generation, I thought we were a generation of rebels. Yeah, we, we were shitty parents because we raised little pussies and, you know, 
sheeps. But us, I did not expect us to be sheeps ourselves. And that right there was just the biggest surprise. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't want to sound too cynical. There are a movement out there. More and more people are waking up because we are at a point of no return. So we definitely, I mean, definitely need to pay attention to what's going on around us. And this issue right here with Anthony Fauci and this whole um, gain of function Wuhan lab and coronavirus slash COVID-19 issue needs to be resolved ASAP. We need to know, we need to get to the bottom of this, this whole thing. The economic crisis brought by coronavirus has driven businesses of all sizes, as well as individuals, to rely on governments to help them through. Even once proud corporations have found themselves begging for bailouts paid for by the state. With vast numbers of jobs dependent on the survival of businesses, some governments are now all that stands between their citizens and destitution. So let me remind everyone that, um, the concept of communism was has been tried countless times and every single time it failed miserably why i i had this little um discussion with with a friend and he's like on paper it's good it's a good thing okay all right on paper it's a good thing but every time it's been tried it failed so what does that tell you? It's not a good system, right? Because what ends up happening, people give away their freedoms, their their wealth, and then the elite, the 1%, the group on top gets richer while they get poorer. They, 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 they become subservient to the government or the oligarchs. And that's usually what happens. You can go back to the Soviet Union. You can go back to to Cuba, you can go back to a lot of places that have, that have tried, you know, communism or socialism, and it never succeeded. Now you have a whole group of people, multi-millionaires or billionaires or sometimes trillionaires telling us that capitalism, which is the system that they use to enrich themselves, all of a sudden, capitalism is it is the enemy now they're pushing socialism borderline communism as far as i'm concerned it's pretty much the same shit so we're here fighting each other over over the vaccine people looking at you weird because you're not wearing a mask because they're scared to die it is so disappointing this is what's happening klaus schwab the um, founder of the world economic forum multi-millionaire maybe billionaire wrote a book called the fourth industrial revolution and in that book he talks about the future that they have envisioned for mankind and this future looks a lot like the dystopian world that you will find in books like 1984 or a brave new world feels as, as if they took those two books 
and then decided, you know what, let's apply it in person, in real life. Because now we have a disease that apparently was, well, might have been leaked on purpose or accidentally, which created a pandemic. With this pandemic, most of the governments, most of the world's governments right now are stripping their citizens of freedoms, basic freedoms. And people are going along with it because everybody's scared. Everybody's afraid that they will, they will kill grandma. Now things are coming out instead of questioning things. Now they're defending the people that told them, oh, there's nothing to see here. Not only you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your kids, to your future, to the future generation. This is your duty. This is your civil duty to at least try to protect the future generation. If there's a disease, the science has not been presented up until now. And they're forcing a vaccine down your throat. The vaccine has not even been approved. This is, the vaccine is still under emergency approval. It has not been approved. So basically, we are the guinea pigs. We are the lab rats. Okay? I had a big conversation with my aunt the other day. And um, she's like, okay, well, she's old. She's in her 80s. Um, and she was, she was inquiring about the vaccine. And I told her, I gave her my honest opinion about the vaccine the nurse that usually takes care of her called me and did a, 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 a conference call with me and her on the other line so i proceeded i i started asking questions so what do you know about this vaccine what is what are the differences between the moderna the pfizer and the astrazeneca vaccine and you know and the pros and the cons and all that and a man told us, both of us, he told us, okay, well, the AstraZeneca is a vaccine, but right now it's not very safe because it's causing a lot of um, blood clots and people are, there's a lot of adverse, you know, um, secondary effect on it. And that the Pfizer vaccine, though, is not a vaccine, is a gene therapy. And that has mRNA in it. And he told us that the mRNA might change, transform, but readjust your DNA. Mind you, she doesn't understand anything. I try to explain it to her. She doesn't care. Or she said, well, your mom took it. She's, okay. she's, she's fine. So I'm going to take it. And I kept telling her that. I fully respect her decision that if I were, if I was her, I wouldn't take the vaccine because I'm personally not going to take the vaccine, but it's her decision at the end of the day. Turns out I had a conversation with my, with my wife's uncle who had to, to be rushed to the hospital. He was rushed to the hospital because he, he, after taking the vaccine, he developed blood clots. And at one point he had a, he had a hard time breathing. And they told him that had he waited an extra day, most likely he would have been dead. And then he was telling us that because that day, my wife's uh, grandma 
had passed. She passed away that day. So everybody, we were all gathered at the house uh, to talk. And that's when he told us that because what happened to grandma, while they were cleaning grandma, grandma had stopped breathing. She couldn't breathe and passed. It just so happened that she took the vaccine a couple of weeks prior, you know, to her passing. We don't know if what's what caused it, but based on the uncle and from what they told him at the hospital, the AstraZeneca um, vaccine, or was it the, the Pfizer, whatever, the vaccine that he took might have had something to do with, you know, the blood clots and him almost dying. So you need to be careful before you decide to take that vaccine because you don't know. This vaccine, short-term side effects uh, includes death among a whole bunch of other side effects. We have no idea what kind of issues this vaccine will cause long-term because it's still being tested. Mind you, this vaccine has not been approved yet. It's still under emergency approval until 2023. So you take it at your own risk because we are the lab rats. Okay, so meditate on that. We have a another conflict in the Middle East um, between Hamas and uh, Israel once again. And again, I'm not too versed on what's going on in um, in the Middle East, especially between Israel and uh, and uh, Palestine or Hamas. But it's been like this for years, right? All I know is that under Donald Trump, things calmed down a lot. He was able to, you know, put together um, peace treaties between those between the two parties lasted at least four years there was nothing going on in the middle east and then boom joe biden becomes president now hamas is <laughs> provoking and israel is reacting or overreacting and then the media is lying yeah that's what we got going right now so we'll wait wait and see what the the true story says because the truth will come out eventually and we'll know what what's what really happened what you know what caused this who's behind it who what triggered it because out of no out of nowhere boom you know rockets are being thrown at uh, israel and israel is forced to defend itself apparently um who's the real perpetrator we do not know. Well, I don't. I don't know. So I'm not willing to just to um, defend a one side over the other. But um, yeah, we're gonna leave it at that for now. Closer to home now, we have Bill C10. Basically, the Canadian government wants to regulate what's being consumed or uploaded on the internet. So Netflix, YouTube, the government. They appointed a czar to control what the Canadian public will be exposed to. So a lot of other politicians are calling this censorship. But our dear prime minister is saying, no, this is a measure, a bill to basically protect 
Canadian content producers, uh, creators, or whatever. But those same content creators don't agree. They are afraid. Like, they're scared. They feel like they're about to lose their rights. And if you live in Canada and you've witnessed what our government's been doing, then there's a lot of reason to be afraid. So, this is it. Um, well, it remains to be seen if this bill will pass. If our prime minister that uh, seeks to be a dictator, he worships, um, well, not he admires China's basic dictatorship. So he's trying to do the same thing here. All right. So that was the show. I think it was a little bit longer than usual. But this whole Anthony Fauci gain of function Wuhan COVID-19 thing. This is serious business right here. So for the last year and a half almost, we've been, the whole globe, the whole world's been under lockdown from this disease that a lot of people are having, you know, um, um, some people don't, don't believe it exists. And some feel like it's the most dangerous thing ever. And now we're finding out that this disease, this virus, I should call it, might have been created by human beings in a lab and released. Okay, so somebody needs to pay. And if it's true, Dr. Fauci, I think I will be coming for you myself. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast. Look for us on Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, wherever. We'll be there. So... Subscribe and share. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you next week. I don't want to write this down. I don't want to tell you how I feel right now. I don't want to take no time to write this down. I don't want to tell you how I feel right now. My heart and soul to the song. Yes, yes. I hope you feel me from where I am to wherever you are. I mean that sincerely. Tomorrow may never come. For you and me, life is not promised.
Baby, me and my lady Times I don't want to get into no ball 